Hey everyone, DK here. Just wanted to drop in quickly before the episode starts to let you know that I had a technical goof on my end, and my audio decided to record from a webcam and not my nice microphone. So, it should be mostly okay, but it won't be exactly the audio you're used to, and I apologize. Anyway, thanks for listening. Join the Discord, and I love you. Let's kiss. Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It is the podcast. The only one, I'm sure. Of course. It's like hanging out at the video store. <laughs> it's the only one. Only one. There is no, nothing like this. Nothing like this. Um, Shut up, you know what? There's, there's a jillion of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the spooky season. We are, wow, we're well into it. Yes. It's happening. Yep. Uh, boy, this is exciting stuff. Uh, I, I, I'm, I am truly, this is a good, so far, like the weather has played nice. Yeah, and, yesterday uh, was perfect for fall, oh, the beginning man. of fall, kind of. We went to an uh, antique place, you, uh-huh. you would know, uh, with a pink elephant. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say the name. Um, <laughs> uh, we had a great little trip. We saw all kinds of weird things. Pink elephants, spaceships, giants, oh my, yeah. Yeah, I put some stuff in the Discord if anyone wants to see that. You probably already have if you're already in there. Uh, Wolverine as a spaghetti noodle. That, yes, the spaghetti Wolverine. I remember that ad. I I do too, yeah. I have some comics with that ad on there. So it's very funny that it never occurred to me how crazy that (laughs) Wolverine was. Right. That's hilarious. Uh, listen, if you're not in the Discord, please hop in there. That's where all the fun is. Um, we're chatting all the time in there about who knows what. Yeah. Uh, and, but today... And really, oh, that's the... No, I was just saying, and really that's the case, because God only knows what conversations get started and continued yep. in that in that chat. Now, the only yep. thing I did want to say is today is my daughter's 18th birthday. Happy birthday. birthday! I know. So uh, very cool. Oh man! Gonna do a little fall bonfire tonight for her and oh, her friends. Great. So really cool. That's but, great. Uh, well, yes. congrats to her. She's a great kid. Yes. Yep. So we're still figuring out which college she's gonna go to. She's got to narrow down to a couple. Which so. college? Which, she's gonna become a professional witch. I know, right? <laughs> no, what was the American version of Hogwarts? I forgot that one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, today we're really just going to talk about Exorcist Believer. Yes. Um. So you know, obviously, we will be doing spoilers. This will be a heavy spoiler discussion. So right. if you haven't seen the movie, you if you want to see it first, uh, there's your warning. Yeah. But I think we'll just get right into it, unless you have anything else you need to say. I mean, not really. The only thing is, is uh, all the streaming services are starting to get some really good uh, horror flicks on. I know yeah. the Boogeyman just came on Hulu, if you've got Hulu. Oh, I didn't know. So, I'll be watching that maybe tonight. Yeah, yeah. So that just just came on. Uh In preparedness for my going to see The Exorcist Believer, I went back and... I watched absolutely the original, 
You know, there's no comparison. Um, I went and seen three. Um, two is kind of like Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno, so we don't talk about Exorcist two. I think it's. I think Exorcist two should be part of this conversation. Okay. Actually. Okay. All right. All right. Um, have you seen it recently at all, or has it been a while? I actually, when I was watching all these movies, I tried to watch it again, and I kind of was in and out and zoning out on it, you okay. know, so. All right. Uh, I think that's important. Uh, did you, have you seen those other sequels? Like Dominion and all that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They're like the same movie, but they're. I, yeah, just, re, yeah, re, redone. So you've seen those? I've seen those before. I haven't watched them recently, but I've seen okay. them before. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know the best way to. I, I want to go through the plot like we do. Yeah. Um, but I also want to first just have a general talk about it. Yeah. Let's let's do the general talk. That way, for people that uh, haven't seen it yet that still want to, you know, if they want our uh, general opinion. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, can go from there. Okay. Um, you want to go first or you want me to go I'll first? I'll let you start. Okay. Uh, the original Exorcist, it is not. I mean, what well, could be? It, 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 it incredibly pales in comparison. I think it has some interesting and modern ideas, but... Uh, it doesn't come. It doesn't hold a candle. But the original, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to like. Okay, I, I described it as this: if the coexist bumper sticker from Hot Topic tried to be a horror movie, hmm. it, okay. it's Exorcist believer. Well, I see. Okay, I see that. I see that aspect of it. <clears throat> that didn't. That didn't really bother me as much. As you might think. As, for me, honestly, as someone that's, like, gone into, down the rabbit hole, not only with the movies, but, like, real accounts and everything else, yeah, I, 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 there's, there's a, I will say there's a part in it that there's a monologue that's, like, a voiceover monologue. I actually laughed out loud in the theater because it reminded me of Rocky's speech at the end of oh. Rocky Four. Interesting. Some of the monologue was it the lady, the yeah, lady who yeah. decides and to, the, some of that was a little rough, I agree. Yeah. You know Okay, let me the after okay. on Rocky Four after he beats Drago, you know, the 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 speech to the crowd. Yep. Yeah, that kinda reminded me of that and I'm I I chuckled out loud in the theater. I get it. I get it. So. Uh, but let me back up. Okay. Because I think the first hour of this movie, pretty good. Not an exorcist movie. The first hour of the movie is not an exorcist movie. I think it's it is. A, it's though. a missing. It's closer to. Um, God, why am I blanking on the name? Um, the one that had Ethan Hawke where he abducted the kids. The Black Phone? Yeah. It reminded, like that? I think it honestly reminded me of that, the way the, the parents' interaction, the missing kids. For the first half of it, it's a missing persons. I could see that. I could see that uh, 
Un- until the point where they found them and they explained what they did previously. The, okay. It, it, you, if, if you had all the... If you just saw that part, I almost you guarantee... You wouldn't know it was an exorcism. You wouldn't know it's an exorcism movie. It's, but a, I think that's, it's an abduction movie. That's what I liked. Because exorcism movies, for me, are like... If it's not the original, if it's not Exorcist 3, like there's not a lot you can do that works for me. You know what I mean? So, for me, Deliver I think the us. I, I would say, it, it kind of as a rebuttal for that one of those two, the movie Deliver Us from Evil. We talked about it. Is, yeah, is cool. very much a, um, you know, in Exorcist Possession movie yeah. that. It works. Yeah. So. But, but, this is just me. I thought the first hour was excellent. Like, really good. It has a lot of similarity to the original in a lot of ways. Mm. It borrows a lot of ideas. Um, which I guess is good because you want the DNA to feel the same, you know. Yeah, I'll have to the, disagree the, on that. The grief backstory, the whole, he has this, um, he has to make that decision that really, is not revealed to the end, really, but like that, it's, it mirrors Damien's thing with his mom. Um, there's a lot of things like that that are You mean the Omen? The original. Um, is his he, name not Damien? What's his name? Who? The priest. From the original. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Never Calm mind. Down. I was. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the child. I'm like, the omen? No, Chris. <laughs> Damien Karras. Okay. Father, Father Damien Karras. Okay, okay. Um, there's a lot of things that mirror him and the main character with his struggles and all that. I like that stuff. I really like the missing person aspect of it. Um, and I liked everything up until it it becomes clear that, like, we're going to go for an exorcism. That's when I started to go, all right, we'll do this again. You know, <laughs> and then you get, and it's always just, like, people reading things from a book and yelling at people, and then that's it. And a guy going, Wah! you know, like, that's all it ever is. Yeah. I don't know what else you can do. I think, in general, if we could have had a handful more, like, effective scares, and, like, maybe one or two, like, really mind-blowing ones like the original has the and, head spinning around and, and like this has that but like if we could have done more interesting visual things like that i think that would really bring this movie up a lot well and and i partially think also the digital special effects kind of ruined a lot of the aspect of that sure uh, it's uh, you know that but the but the scares when they first get her home i thought were pretty good Mm. The bathroom and uh, I the yeah I I just really want I it didn't have any it it relied I thought too much on the jump scare aspect and none of them really actually landed. I think the original has some major jump scares, but they one? land. No, that's what oh, I'm okay. saying. They, they those scares actually land. I would argue that the first about the first hour is like really good. Uh, just when you get into the exorcism thing, I just well, yeah, the wheels fall. Like off. I said, the the first the first hour or so of it, maybe forty five minutes of it, honestly, before they find the kids, and up to the point that they're found, I think is a good abduction movie. Mm-hmm. I think um, it just I don't know. Like I said, 
Okay. I, I yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was a big swing and a miss. I mean, just Fair. just a. Uh, oh, I definitely think there are some misses here, uh, for sure. I'm not. I'm not out here. Uh, right. I'm not Halloween ending defending this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Corey for life. That's you, all I'm you may get your uh, hollow your you know Halloween card revoked if if you did. <laughs> no, hey, look. I like Halloween ends. We don't have to. We don't yeah. have to get into it. But Halloween ends. Halloween ends is a is a thumbs up for me. I like so, parts of Halloween. I, I I know this isn't about Halloween's ends. But we've already talked. It's about the it. same director. I like parts of it, but not most of it. Go back and it. listen yeah. to the episode yeah. if you want to know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> the, but okay. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying this. I honestly. I was really struggling, I, and I wanted to go into this and just kind of a a final overall opinion part of this. Uh, I was really going into this wanting to quote unquote believe in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, even even for us having a cheaper movie theater, I felt like I wasted my money. Really? Uh, yeah. You thought it was that bad? I thought it was that bad. You've seen things way worse than this. Really? For for the ex for hold on, bad. for the expectations of what this movie had. In comparison, it's that bad. Well, I guess it helped me that I I spent a week reading terrible reviews. So I'm I'm thinking I'm going to go in and see the worst movie I've ever seen. See, I, the way people are treating it online are saying oh, it's a dumpster fire. It's not a dumpster fire. It just doesn't stick the landing. I don't really like the exorcism part, uh, but this I, is the exorcism. I know. And, so there's an exorcism. But there's so many cringeworthy lines in this movie, and, and I can't argue. a few cringeworthy events that happen. That it's like why, 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 why did we even go there with this? You know. We'll talk about each of those yeah. when we read through the plot. Right. You want to start with that? Do you want to give your final kind of analysis? My final analysis, without going into the details of the plot, is that I think it's I think it's okay. Look, it's I think it's better than those later sequels. It's not better than three, and it's not better than one. No. But I think it's better than two, and both like the Dominion, whatever it's called. I think it's better than those, to be honest with you. I think it's right in the middle. It's not the best of the franchise by a mile. Well, but, uh, the, but I also don't think it's the worst. The problem is those later couple were so god awful that They're watchable movies. I mean, though. they're watchable movies. I, but I guess my bar for that is a lot, lot lower than, uh, than a normal human. <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way: I. I thought The Pope's Exorcist was a mid-movie, and I thought it was better than this one. Pope's Exorcist, at least, was fun and funny. Yeah. Um, but it, it the same thing, though. Like, when, when the exorcism stuff starts, like, I just want to snooze. That stuff doesn't do anything for me. No, and I, and I, I took that one after I saw it, because I watched it again, because it's on streaming now. It... It took it took an over the top, almost evil deadish take to the exorcisms itself. In some ways, yeah, I would agree. You know, like so, so that's you know, why like, that's why I think I enjoyed that one better than this one and that kind of movie. Sure. So, yeah, no, no. If we're talking possession movies, 
uh, I think Pope's Exorcist works. Yeah. For sure. For what it is. I totally agree. But, but I also don't think you could... I don't think you could say... I don't think I could say that Believer is, like, really bad. I don't think it is really bad. I think it's not great. But I think there's some stuff in there that I can't deny, like, it works. So... That's just my opinion. I You hold it a little higher than I do. Do I think it's as bad as Dominion? No. You can't say but it. That's not it's a, not. No. But I, I would put it on par with two. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You want to talk about a swing and a miss. Like two is Like, two is a weird movie that I think, like, yeah, you should see it. But, like, if you're concerned about it being... A real good sequel to The Exorcist. It ain't. I think Believer is a much more successful sequel to The Exorcist than Exorcist Two ever would be. I can't, I can't fathom them being in the same. They have no. different aspects, but as in They're my enjoyment different. of it, I would put it right there with two. Okay. So, and I'm not saying they okay. were, you know, identical plot and type of movie because they're not. But they're also not. It's not one or three either, even no, though it, it even though it makes it more of a direct sequel kind of attempt. You know what's interesting though about three is that like three is not really an exorcism movie either. There is one in the end, but I guess originally there wasn't much of one, and they had to like the studio insisted that there be an exorcism. But it's more of oh. a mystery murder mystery movie. You know what I mean? It's more of a detective movie. Hold on, you know the original plot of three right that it's more about um i'm blanking it's isn't it like uh just they don't have the exorcism no plot. actually it was supposed to be oh, okay. the original um and um uh Blatty completely changed it because it was supposed to star linda blair and the fact that she was supposed to have twins that were going to be possessed I've never heard of this. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What I, what I what I have heard and read is that the original Exorcist three didn't have a lot of exorcism related things, and the studio was like, "Buddy, you need some." That was during yeah that the that was like during the making of, but in pre the original script was Linda Blair was supposed to star in it, and she was supposed to have twins to both be possessed. Oh, and that's never that, that. that's kind of to a degree because they were supposed to be sisters, and that's where uh, David Gordon Green kind of got the concept. Except he changed it to friends, not sisters, and then you know we got this. But I think my point bringing up three is yeah. like that movie is not really an exorcism movie. Mm. It has one in the end, but the most of the movie is. Uh, the the detective trying to find out what the hell's going on. But you've still got the, the you've still got the at, at the the aspect of the possession, and yes, at right, the very which, end, but it's not really revealed till the end. Well, it, it leaves you curious on both if it is or it isn't. You know what I'm saying? Well, but then it answers that at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, in a big way. But I I think my point is I think you can compare that to Believer, and structurally like that. They're similar. I, so I can, argument, I I can oh, see the attempt of, of trying to make it similar. 
Well, I, I'm just saying, I think I'm bringing it up because, like, the argument of, oh, it's a missing persons movie. Well, Exorcist 3 is more of an investigation movie, more of a crime movie, then. You know what I mean? I don't know. That opening scene looked pretty much damn like a... <laughs> like a, uh, you know, in demonic in 3. I'm trying to remember the opening scene. What's the opening scene? Uh, where you don't see the person attacking the... Oh, the priest? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think that's one of the things that, like, they put later, and they were like, oh, we need more of this. Uh, but I love that stuff. So yeah. that, that's part of what makes it work. I love that whole thing and the voice. Yeah. Oh, the voice in the confessional. Yeah. Real good. Well, that's what I mean. That's why, whether it was originally in it or not, that sets yeah. up the movie more of being an exorcist movie mm -hmm. than this one did in the what very beginning the of the movie. Has Two dogs fighting. <laughs> it's like Where, where's where's Bill Murray? Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. When yeah, uh, I mean, when Max von Sydow was looking at those dogs fight. Yeah, that's that's the same, dude. Yeah, it's, it's poetry. It repeats. With so, uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to do? Let's do the plot. Let's, let's do the plot. Yeah. Well, I had it pulled up, and now it's not? <laughs> What's that tell you? Oh, even, even the plot Someone itself is trying to get the hell away from this movie. About Exorcist yeah. Believer. <laughs> the, like the director and the producers? No, they probably want us to talk about it. <laughs> There's a, can you hear the helicopter? Yeah. The helicopter very close overhead. Yeah. We live fairly close to a hospital, so... Wait, hang on. It's getting closer. All right. It might be a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I can hear it here. It might be both. I don't know. I think there's a lawnmower. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> it's fine. Is it, is it extremely loud? Or no, it's we... not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's... Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me start this. In Haiti... Photographer Victor Fielding and his pregnant wife Serene. Seren? Oh boy. Seren. Seren. Blessed by a voodoo practitioner, are on their honeymoon until a massive earthquake ensues. Serene is gravely injured. Paramedics tell Victor he must choose to save either his wife or his unborn child. I like all this stuff. I think this works. Again, it mirrors the original when they're in um, is it Iraq that they're in? I or think Iran. Um, and Max von Sydow finds the little, whatever, they find that thing. Uh, I think all that stuff works. It, it does mirror the original, and it, it kind of puts you in the same... I would I say know, it, it incredibly loosely mirrors the original. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, only to the fact that they're not home. <laughs> I think it's more <laughs> than that. I know. Okay, and the dogs fighting, that's it. There's dogs fighting. Yeah, this. yeah. Um, 13 years later, Victor has lost his faith in God since Seren's death. Uh, Serene. I think I'm going to say Serene. Um, no, it's probably Seren. I've, I've decided it's Seren. Okay. While raising Angela on his own. One day after school, Angela ventures into the woods with her Baptist best friend, Catherine, to perform a ritual in an attempt to contact Angela's mother. Victor realizes his daughter is missing and contacts Catherine's parents, Miranda and Tony, as a three-day manhunt ensues. You mean Mr. and Mrs. Irrelevant? Because they pretty much make them irrelevant except for one scene through this whole, for the most part. 
I mean, there's you a mean, couple uh, interactions. You mean Miranda and Tony? Yeah. I mean, I think they played their part. What do you mean? They're, what do you mean irrelevant? I mean, because instead of it being about mostly two girls, I mean, it, it, it's about the single dad and his daughter, for yeah. the most part. The one is just a tag along, and I like something like that. It. I don't know. Like I said, it should have been, if you're going to have the both of them, it needs to focus wholly on the both of them and both their families. I think that's an interesting point. Like, why is it two girl? Is it just because, wouldn't it be scary if there were two? Yeah. Is that the reason? That, well, uh, and like I said, the original plot of three was to have two girls and but also, it's, I guess, like, if the main family, the dad, has lost his faith or whatever, then you need the other family to believe, or else how are you going to get to an exorcism? I guess that's probably the reason. I don't know. That's part uh, of it. Yeah, I... That's what makes it, quote, work. Well... Um, the girls are, are later found in a barn. Though traumatized, they seem relatively normal and are taken home, having only suffered burn marks on their feet. I like all that stuff. That's just like Linda getting all those tests. Okay, but I, I do want to say one thing with this. I think it changes the whole almost fear of the possession between the original and this one. Because Linda, in, in the first one, she was an innocent, and it was just a happenstance. These girls, like, invited it in. Sure. Which I think makes a huge difference. You know, it's more of playing with evil and being corrupted by it than being solely innocent and attacked by evil. Do you know what, yeah. do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it, you... it completely is... And I think maybe that's partially why... I wasn't as... I didn't have as much feelings for it, I guess, maybe. Because they brought it on themselves? Yeah, I kind of, I mean, in, in the back of my mind, kind of that, that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt totally the opposite. Yeah. It's like, I totally, I totally agree. Like, I can totally identify with the girl wanting to talk to her mother. And if someone tells you there might be a way to do it, you might do it. You know? I, I totally buy that. They're not, they don't think they're inviting evil in. They, she thinks she's going to get to talk to her mother. Well, and that's, and that's where I think part of the problem also happens with the biggest difference between, I mean, just going kind of the, the, you know, the aspect of the first one to this one is doing anything like that is an aspect of inviting the potential for evil. Right, we know that because we've seen The Exorcist. Well, not just that. I don't that. think this girl has. <laughs> no, but I meant just as a message in whole for that, you know, the difference between philosophies, let's say. You know, because that, that is a big philosophy in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the fact that, that you know, quote-unquote the devil can corrupt even those that, you know, that don't. You know what I'm saying? Then don't invite that, see what you that mean. kind of... I, that kind of goes within the original when she says... I think, doesn't she say, like, I believe in the devil? <laughs> like, 
something along those lines where they wanted her to say it. Like, that's the whole concept. Like, it doesn't matter what you believe about the man upstairs. Right. The other guy is around and he's going to get you. Right, right. That's what, and that's I think that's point. that's more of a scarier aspect that, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's the, it's the hook. It's like the same as, like, at the end of Halloween when they look, the camera shows all the places where Michael Myers was, but is no longer. Right. Which means he could be anywhere. Yeah. He could be in any of those places. Right. He could be in your house. Right. He and, could be behind you right now. And I think that's what makes it a little scarier. You know, that that brings more of a fear factor in to, mm-hmm. like, what the original, and honestly, what 3 was. Because, I mean, you know, who the hell thought in a confessional? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, the girls are later found in a barn. Though traumatized, they seem relatively normal and are taken home, having only suffered burn marks on, to their feet. The girls begin to display abnormal behavior, such as Catherine staging an outburst at the local church, while Angela tries to suffocate Victor with her mother's scarf before convulsing. Miranda theorizes that the girls traveled to hell and brought a demon back with them, hence the burns on their feet. And three like days. Idea. Repeat, three days. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the idea. It left some, but see, like, uh, once again, you know, in comparison to the first one, it leaves you to be wondering and have to look into some of the things, aspects of the movie, where this is just trying to hold your hand and be like, okay, let's write it on the chalkboard, the similarities. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. I guess so. Because I'm to the point of it's like, are some of these movies, you know, when they say for a modern audience, a modern audience, it's like, uh-huh. what? Are you trying to say modern audiences are more stupid than what we used to be? <laughs> you know, that we have to have our hands. Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of times I would agree, but... Uh, you know, it's like, do we have to have our hands held the whole entire time? You know, well, and everything, stuff, everything I, I written in crayon to. and on a chalkboard. I mean, you if know, I can get it, I'll take it. <laughs> see, I would, I would rather have the innuendos and me having to really sit there and think about it and really sure. contemplate over it. But there is a line. Then some, there is a line where it becomes not good for an audience or whatever or not commercially good you know what i'm saying well and, and you uh, said it right there not commercially good yeah exactly there's a exactly. difference between artistic of the movie and commercially good yeah oh totally yeah we're, we're, and that's and that's the there. problem that's a lot of what we're talking yeah about. and that's the problem yep so okay go ahead Victor puts Angela in a hospital where their nurse neighbor, Anne, attends to her while Catherine's parents keep her at home. I love that she yelled about the trash cans. <laughs> uh, the, the girl's condition worsens as their bodies become covered with sores and they begin speaking in tongues. Did you? I thought some of the comedy in this was fine. Like, David Gordon Green has a pretty cool sense of comedy, I think. Like, it's, it works. I don't know if it's right for... The Exorcist. I mean, but, what uh, did what? There was some funny stuff. Like I thought. Well, like the like the lady yelling about the trash cans. I thought was funny. Um, there's a couple, just like little lines. It's they almost seem improv. I don't know, but uh, there's just like a lot of little throwaway lines that I thought were good. 
Um, there was one line, though. Well, we'll I'll tell you when okay. we get there. Okay. Uh, Anne becomes convinced that Angela is possessed after the latter reveals her knowledge of Anne's training as a nun and her abortion. Um, I thought that worked. That really worked for me. Um, when she has the secret information that only she could know. Um, I, I thought that was, like, really, I was like, what, this is all, even up to this point, I'm like, I'm into it, I get it, that's a very exorcist thing, I like that. Um, but now we go, uh, she gives a, Victor a book written by Chris McNeil, who experienced a similar situation with her daughter, Reagan, in 1973. Chris has spent her life researching exorcism in every culture while becoming world-renowned for her studies. However... Reagan became distant from her mother due to the memoir's success and has not seen her since. Um, I, how do you feel about Ellen Burstyn coming back? I thought it was unnecessary. Mm -hmm. I think she's there to put butts in seats. That's it. And it made That's all the... the previews you see. There's literally maybe two, two small scenes that aren't almost for the... One, one, one particular scene and then a little bit afterwards that aren't, for the most part, in the movie. Or in the trailer. Yeah. You know. She's not, she doesn't have a whole lot to do. No. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I kind of agree. Like, we didn't really need her to be there. You know. That's another money decision, I think. Yeah. Uh, and she, she does have one of the most cringeworthy lines in this whole movie. Would you remember what it was? Yeah, oh yeah. About not being in the room when the exorcism was happening. Uh-huh. No, it was the patriarchy. Oh, it was a joke. I'm pretty sure that was a joke. No, that wasn't a joke by her. I think it was a joke. I don't think so. Uh, she's like, drink. isn't she like drinking? And she's like, if I had to guess, I'd say it was the patriarchy. It was a joke. No, she. I would not. I, 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 I didn't take that as a joke. I, I. It was like one of the most cringeworthy. Oh, and I she. She obviously didn't study all the exorcism around the world when she made that. If she would have made that comment. I guess I'm not an expert on exorcism, so I don't. Well, I'm just. Know, I'm just. Thing? No, it's it's the the priest because they have to, you know, fast and they have to, you know, have contrition this whole entire time because of the fact that they can be corrupt that no one else should be in the in there but those that do that yeah my thought would be you don't want to see this happening to your child well i mean on top <laughs> that's of that, the reason well that's because really reason. because you can be manipulated by it that's that's the whole aspect of it, it has nothing to do with right i just and then as yeah we see at the end uh probably a good thing that she wasn't in the room because that we see what happens if the parent is in the room so, well, not just uh, that. It was, she probably wishes she wasn't in the room when she was in there in another part of the movie. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there right now. Victor searches for Chris and takes her to the hospital to see Angela before going to Catherine's home. While Victor attends to Miranda and Tony, Chris goes upstairs and begins to perform her own exorcism on Catherine. Catherine stabs Chris multiple times in the eyes with a crucifix, yeah. blinding her, before Victor rushes her to the hospital. She should have known better than to go in there, start whatever you're doing, but whatever. But it was, it was because of the patriarchy why she didn't know. It was shocking. Well, <laughs> maybe if they had been there to tell her not to go in that room, she wouldn't have gone in the room. Well, maybe if she would have originally gone to go to the, the priest beforehand, 
Anyway. Well, we'll see about what the priest well, has to say. Victor, Miranda, and Tony, uh, and Anne, reach out to the church and a priest, Father Maddox, for an exorcism. Chris advises Victor to use methods from all different cultures uh, and religions, and the group seek to help uh, Dr. B. I thought they were saying Dr. Beehive. It's Dr. Beehive. B-E-E-H-I-B-E, a root work healer. Uh, Don Revan. Was that a, I was just going to say, was that a Burning Man uh, reference, Beehive? I don't. Oh, you mean Wicker Man. Wicker Man, yeah. All right, you scared me because I'm like, what do you, I don't know anything about Burning Man. Man. (laughs) Well, he was a Burning Man in it. That's true. No, I see what you said. Uh, Also, Don Revan's, Catherine's family Baptist pastor and steward, a Pentecostal preacher. The group planned the exorcism, but the local diocese forbids Maddox from participating, which I found to be very interesting. Uh, and I actually was like, yeah, she should she should probably seek medical help. <laughs> this this is insane. Okay, and this is the thing. This is this is why I you know, for the fact that I've I've done a lot of research on several different things, there's only like a seven percent of these cases that are actually you know, taken up by, you know, quote-unquote, the Catholic Church exorcists. 7% seems high. Yeah. Oh, but but the thing is, is all the amounts of requests they get all over the world, Hmm. that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, you know, so they, they, you know, and there has to be basically all other options exhausted, before that they would even consider. And there has to be specific things that happen before. Mm-hmm. The, so, I mean, that's exactly what would happen. You know? Yeah. And this would I have to get taken a lot longer, you know? Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, that it was like, this is the exorcist, and you really associate it with Catholicism. Uh, but the, the church is like, no, nah, man. Get, get her to a hospital. Well, and that's and that's the thing. It's not something that's in the, it, that it's it, it is taken so seriously in reality by you know by the church and the fact that you know like even we talk about the most famous one from 1949. There was a, a Lutheran pastor that tried to initially when he was in Baltimore try yeah. to uh, you know do an exorcism and basically it's like, oh, this shit's too crazy for me. Get the, Lutherans get the, don't do those. Call, call in the Catholic. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> that's another reason why I was like rolling my eyes with the, you know, the way they did this one. Oh, the group? Yeah. You don't like the group? No. Okay. Um, well, let me talk about that for a second. Okay. Because I think, I understand that thinking. And I think it works like metaphorically. If you're, because explain. Are, okay, yeah, because our people. I think the whole thing is. People aren't saying, "Oh, I'm possessed all the time anymore." Like that's not. We don't. We don't think that. It so much honestly anymore. happens more than you think it does. Maybe it does, but what I mean, I'm saying is, maybe we don't think that so much anymore. Um, so, so really like the whole possession thing is a metaphor for something like an illness or something along those lines. And you need 
people to come together to help each other to get through things like this. So in a metaphorical way, I get why you have all these different people doing different things. Um, because like, I, I'm not a believer in exorcism and all these things for me. So for me to buy it, I think putting it in, changing the context a little bit and making it more of a metaphorical thing. And again, like something like an illness or whatever, and all everyone coming together, they, there is a, some line of dialogue about, uh, the thing about church and it's like, Oh, you know, it's really about the people. It's really about everyone who comes and they're together and they talk and they bond and they form a union. And in all, that's really and in all, in all, in all honesty, that's an agnostic atheist take on what church actually is. Okay. I, it's, I mean, uh, well, that's me. And that's, that's, uh, no, and I get that. And I get that because, you know, but, but, but that's why I saw it that way. And, so it works for me. And, and in, in all reality, if you're going to do that and that's the message you want to do, this shouldn't be an exorcist movie. Just call it something else. Sure. Because, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I think that, the, I original think comp, uh, the original concept is a religious, especially a cat, religious Catholic horror right. movie. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I agree, though. To, to make it something totally... And it's just different. It's not the same thing. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, and like you it's, said, it's a, it's a commercial. It's a, point it's a commercial wise, and they're trying to piggyback on the name of, well, of, of the original movie. That's what these movies are for. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's how I was able to kind of go. Okay, but again, all the exorcism stuff never really does do anything for me. Right. Um, so at this point in the movie, it's like, eh, I don't care. Now, let me go to the next part, and okay. I want to tell you about something that happened that made me laugh out loud. Okay. And I'm sure I got looks in the theater. <laughs> the girls are tied to chairs as the group proceed with the exorcism. Right. There's a scene when the girls are there, and I think it's like they've had their first little attempt at the exorcism. Right. And things didn't go great, so they, they got some air, and they're coming back. Um, the, as they walk in the room... You see people going like, oh, you see obviously people go, oh, the smell, uh, people going, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. And then on top of all that, everyone so visibly reacting to a bad smell. There's a terrible ADR from the main guy. And he goes, smell got worse. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even pay attention to that. I laughed so hard. <laughs> so I've been going around the house. Anytime I can use it, smell got worse. Smell got worse. <laughs> oh, if oh. people haven't seen it and they go see it, please. It's during the exorcism scenes. Just listen. And it, it's like they had one actual second and they wanted to be sure people knew there was a bad smell. So, you didn't so see what his you're mouth saying on the screen. So, what you're saying in the theater, right before that happened, somebody says, Who shit their pants? The smell got worse. It, Smell got worse. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was, boy, it was a... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the demon reveals that Victor did not choose to keep Angela alive 13 years ago. He chose uh, Serene. Sor I think Serene. Cool, whatever, yeah. But she died from her injuries. Right. The demon tells him that he needs to choose which of the girls gets to live and which will die. And if a choice is not made, he'll kill them both. Um, I like that. 
I like that part. Um, I like the concept, anyway. Uh, while Miranda and Victor both refuse to forsake each other's child, Maddox, who has a change of heart, a change of heart, rejoins the group, takes his shoes off. Uh, Maddox reads, "Oh no, that was a different guy. That's the that's the priest." Yeah, Maddox is the priest. Maddox reads from the and, Roman ritual. And why he shoes. takes his shoes off is beyond me. Oh, the dad? No, you said the, the, the priest does. No, the dad does it. Oh, the okay. Oh, it. okay. It, but that's the dad, like, finally going, okay, I'm into it now. I'm, I'm going to play ball. I'll take the shoes off. Yeah. Uh, Which that made no sense. Yeah. I, I understood it, I think. But Maddox reads from the Roman ritual only for the demon. L- Lamash too? Wait, the demon got a name? I missed it. I, yeah, I didn't see it say its name. Only for the demon Lamash too. I, I don't know where that comes from. I'm going to go ahead and click on that. Yeah. Uh, Mesopotamian female demon monster... Goddess or demigoddess who menaced women during childbirth. Um, kidnapped children while they were breastfeeding. She would gnaw on their bones and suck their blood and was charged with a number of evil deeds. Okay, there you go. Probably related to Pazuzu somehow. Yeah. Oh, Pazuzu is related. It says here. Okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, he did the ritual only for the demon Lamashtu to snap his neck and kill him. Uh, as Victor apologizes to Angela and uses Seren's scarf to attempt to strengthen her against the demon, Tony yells that he chooses Catherine and Angela flatlines. Let me go back two seconds. Um, the nap, the, the neck snapping, I thought was all right. The, it, it was because there's all this like foreshadowing and like people are turning their heads and what you think you know it's going to happen. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I thought that looked okay. I was okay with that part. You know, it's like The Exorcist. If you didn't get that, it's yeah, like, come on. Yeah. That's, you, you have to take that box. Right. Um, as Victor apologizes to Angela, blah, 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 yes. Tony chooses Catherine, Angela flatlines. Suddenly the demon reveals the one that was chosen would be the one who died. And David Gordon Green stole that scene almost directly from Drag Me to Hell. I love Drag Me to Hell. I don't know. I don't... It didn't occur to me. Which part? The the part where, remember where she, Catherine is flashing back that she's in that storm drain? Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, I hear you, whatever, and then she gets dragged. Oh. The, where the, all the, the hands the come up and, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Now, that didn't, that didn't, uh... Occur to you? Ring any bells, Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I love Rag Me to Hell, and I love when that happens in that movie. <laughs> uh, Catherine screams for her parents as the demon drags her to hell, where while Angela starts to breathe. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was okay. The shots of the demon, you see, I was expecting some subliminal things through the movie, and right. I was looking for those. I was looking for frames of faces or whatever. It didn't happen. No. And I was kind of thinking... Of all the things to carry over, like that might that should maybe have been one of them. Yeah, maybe they weren't confident enough in the way the demon looked or something. I bet they toyed with it, but I, I kind of wish it had something like that had been there. Yeah, because that's one of the things that always got me when I watched the version you've never seen. Right. When I was twelve or whatever, uh, those faces and whatever. Uh, in the aftermath, Anne gives a statement to the police. Victor gives Soren's grave. Victor visits Soren's grave. Miranda and Tony mourn the loss of Catherine. 
and Angela returns to school. In the hospital, Chris is reunited with Reagan, who forgives her mother, and they emotionally embrace. Uh, cool to see Linda. Uh, you know, fine. I didn't need it. No. Um, I was hoping there was a post-credits where they were, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mick Fury would come and say, I'm putting a team together. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was the end. So, again, I think the first half, great. Second half, exorcism movie. See, and... and yeah, you've, you're you're being more optimistic than I am. Uh, it's first half was okay. Let it happen. The tell second, me what, tell me. I, I mean, the first half was okay. Like I said, it was a child abduction movie. The first forty five minutes of it, and then after that, it just went to you know shit rolling downhill. I I, <laughs> I, I none of the scares hit. I mean. And in all honesty, I think the prominence of CGI in these horror movies have really diminished. I think the last movie that really had me on edge after I had watched it and leaving was Hereditary. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know. I rewatched it for the first time since since seeing it in the theater. Yeah. Like last week. And it, that day I was like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean that that I think that plays a big part in these movies. I don't think I honestly think the jump scares that were in it were pretty cheap and didn't land. The snake, yes. Uh, it's you know. But I love uh, the face behind when the girl's in bed and she says "go away" or whatever. I thought that was a great scare. Where you saw behind. Yeah, I thought that was a great scare, but there weren't enough. I mean, there um, was I I. I mean, I know they tried with the whole shutting, turning on and off the lights, and then it, didn't it, it comes on and she's standing right next to him and didn't deliver. No, I agree with um, that. You know, I think it the didn't whole get me anyway. it didn't have any other than having some names and you had a priest in it, and then you had you know Chris in it. Mm-hmm. It it just had none of the, and I, I hate using this frame. How to frame it? But the heart of the ex, the original Exorcist, because <laughs> that's kind of a that's a wicked heart to have. But um, I would argue that there's some of it there. I, I think, and it's all revolved around the, do- the daughter I, and the dad. But I I think I that's think what the heart is. and I don't even I I, because basically he didn't want her you know. To begin with, it's not they didn't want her. Uh, he they didn't want he, her as much as he wanted his wife. He would rather the kid die and have her. Right. Then you know that he knew basically he saw her injuries. There was no way she was going to survive out of that. Well, they gave him the 50-50, I mean, It seemed like well, so. He's like, yeah, okay. I mean, but but did they really? You know, it's like, well, it, it was it was a very I was going to say it was very vague. So yeah. and I mean, I know it was in Haney. So, you know, let's be honest. The health care in Haney, I'm sure, is not up to par with a lot of other nations to begin with. So it was, you know, a crap shoot either way. 
but it 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 seemed very vague and just a it was a not a good setup for you know the reveal at the end of what his choice actually was. No, I like it. I think it works. I think that part works. I'll defend that one. I'll defend that one. I would have liked, honestly, if the the way they did it at the beginning, okay, but there should have been more detail on survivability when he actually made that decision. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it matters that much. I mean, the end result is the same. Well, I think it does. You chose this. You didn't choose that. Well, I think it does because basically, apparently it sounds like the way they made it look that they were trying to save the wife and she didn't make it. So they just went ahead and saved the child. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I I just, and I think the, the heart of the scares and the feel of it can happen to anyone just walking down the street mm-hmm. was a total Not miss in this one. No, I agree with you there. And I think that sure. increases the fear of that. Although, although in Exorcist, doesn't Reagan play with a Ouija board? I think it's, it was at somebody else's house. It wasn't like... Yeah, but I think she... Same way. I think she plays with a Ouija board. Pretty sure. Should we want me to call the judges? I, I mean, go ahead. I, I don't okay. honestly, that very beginning, I don't remember. But even if she did, I think there's a big difference between calling it to come into you than. Uh, yes. Befriends a spirit with a Ouija board named Captain Howdy. You don't really see much of it on screen. No, but yeah, yeah. okay. Captain Howdy, do you think my mom's beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, so I think it pretty much lifts from the original there. I don't think you can knock it for that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's even more, it's not just a kid going, oh, I'm looking for a friend, I'll play her stupidly with a widget board. She's like, she wants to speak to her mother who she's never gotten to speak to. I think it's even more compelling. Great disagree. <laughs> I mean, look, Ouija boards are fun. No. No? No. They ever done one? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Never will. I've done a few. No. Nothing happened. I've, inve- I've investigated a house where one was at and saw some stuff. So, yeah, no. Okay. Nope. Nope, I've, nope. I've fooled with them. Nope. Captain Howdy didn't appear. <laughs> it's kind of a good thing. I guess. I guess. I saw an interview with, uh, um, what's her name? Elaine Dietz? Dietz. Eileen Dietz. Eileen Dietz. Oh, yeah. I saw an interview with her. And honestly, the shots of her face, she, I, I heard the story of this. It was kind of funny. She had, it was the last day of shooting for the whole entire movie. And she had to be done by lunchtime because she had commercials to shoot in the afternoon. And she nice. couldn't get out of the commercials in the afternoon to do the shot that she really wanted to. So apparently it took her like three hours in makeup. And then they shot for like three more hours. And then they had to like, in the car, taking her to the 
the commercial shoots, like, taking all that makeup off in the car. <laughs> That's great. So. <laughs> I wish there was, like, a toothpaste commercial out there where it's Pazuzu <laughs> telling you about Crest. <laughs> Goes from orange teeth to bright white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to do a parody commercial. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> well... Uh, those are our thoughts on Exorcist Believer. Yep. Um, I'm I'm not going to say that it's... I've said at the beginning, it's right in the middle. I don't think it's amazing, but I think it's fine as an exorcism movie. But it in no way can live up to the original one. It just can't. And I don't think... I don't know if anything ever will. So... I mean, something would be hard-pressed. I mean, to the level of scares, and I know it's completely different, like I said... That kind of level of fear watching a movie, since that one is probably hereditary, is probably the closest. Well, I think, don't you think some, something about The Exorcist works because it's like the 70s? I mean, that may be a part of it because it had that so. gritty feeling that, you know, and they took more chances, it seemed like. Well, plus Friedkin is yeah. the man. Right. I mean, Rest in peace. Exactly. You know Franken didn't want this to happen, right? Of course he didn't want it to happen. Because he had read the script? Sorry, dude. Yeah. He, At least he, he didn't have to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exorc so anyway. Exorcist believer, Franken was right. If, uh, <laughs> if nothing else... Uh, I just... I don't see how they're going to... With especially the way this movie is being received. I, Let's talk about I this. don't know this how... We're done. Okay. Let's I, talk about sequels, because this is apparently a trilogy. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, Do I, you think it will be an unrelated sequel? Where it's, you know, almost like an anthology. Where like we'll, we'll have an exorcism and a possession, but it will be different people. Maybe one person crosses over. Maybe it has Linda Blair. Maybe it doesn't. You know, that kind of thing. I, I just don't... The, How do you go forward? The only thing that I can see is, like, you know, the the Exorcism Avengers, like, split off and do their own. Yeah. Uh, I had an initial thought of the father um, going on a killing spree. You know, you've got, like, the Scarlet Nun and the Iron Baptist and, you know... <laughs> well, I was Captain thinking, like, Voodoo, you know, I... It's, <laughs> Because the dad made the decision, and it's his fault that his daughter died. I mean, I'm talking about the other dad, right? Um, Catherine's dad. I thought maybe he he might be something to look at in the sequel, where he goes, he loses it, and goes on a killing spree, or starts trying to play with forces, you know, whatever, and invites something in. I felt like maybe he would be a way in for a sequel, but like, I don't want to see him again. No, that's that's not I mean, gonna be. Like I said, I mean, they pretty much, they made those parents irrelevant compared to um, the dad, the single dad, mm -hmm. basically in the movie. So yeah. other than a couple interactive scenes, you know, the majority of it surrounded him. Like I said, I think that was a miss because it should have been almost because of the fact More like that. like 50-50? Well, I mean, to them all do it together because of the fact that, you know, you even gave that example of. Oh, the girls' heartbeats were in, you know, they're synced up, synced yeah. up, and all this kind of stuff. That should have been something that all all of them 
kind of when went in a group if they were gonna do that kind of group aspect instead of basically the dad rounding up, you know, being the what was it? Nick Fury of the Exorcist Avengers. Yeah, he's the Nick Fury really. <laughs> he just needed but, uh, the eye patch, you know. <laughs> but I liked. Uh, let's talk about this real quick. Okay. I liked the. I think he was good performance-wise. He was good. Yeah, I mean, even he was maybe the best in the movie. Yeah, I think the girls were both good too. Actually, um, having to do the body and the blood scene in front of all those people in that church, I, I props to that girl. Gaming carry vibes. Yeah, I mean, just I just thought, oh man, imagine being the person that has to act that right. in this church set. Oh my god, that's I guess just like knowing what it's like to be in church and like having to talk in front of people, that having to do that and act right, that right. in front of that whole crowd, that she's she gets a thumbs up. She did great. Yeah, and both it, those girls did great. And I I blame a lot of this on on the writing and in. I mean, I'll I'll lay some blame on the director. I think you could sure. have there could have been several artistic decisions that could have been made that maybe made this movie a whole lot better than what I thought it was. I also think um, the writing is one of the weaker spots, obviously. Um, and like you were saying, some of that some of that monologuing wasn't good for me. Yeah. Wasn't good for me. Even at the end, she does it again. Like the, it's like the last shot in the movie where she's like, "You want to know what I think evil is?" Yeah. I'll, look, don't answer. I'll tell you. I think evil is whatever. Yeah. She just goes on, and it's like this would only happen in a movie. Yeah. And it's not. It didn't. It didn't work for me. No. I I think maybe this is part of it. The original Exorcist has such like naturalism. Yeah, I mean, it, it flows naturally, and the conversations are naturally, and the arguments are naturally, in a completely smoking in, the in a completely unnatural environment. I mean, honestly, yeah. You know, so some of these performances are way too well. Like it's again, it's the writing. It's not so much the performance because right. I thought most people were good in the movie, but uh, yeah, some of those monologues, yeah, those were pretty. We should have uh, shaved those down. I think. Right, right. Find another way to do this, and Reagan, and Chris. Fine, you were there to get people there. That was, yeah, that was solely to get people's ass in the scene. And one other thing I'll, I'll, I'll poke at, I guess, is I thought the score was good. You only get that Exorcist theme in the credits. The in end the credits, credits, and one time, and once, one time, you get it one time, while he is driving. Um, I think maybe driving to find Chris. But is it the same? I think it's kind of, it's changed a little bit. It's not the Bells. It's not the original yeah. arrangement, but it is the tubular Bells melody, and it's like, it's there. Right. Um, but like, well, and I was, you know, I think you only get it once in the original movie. I think it only happens one time. And it's like an outside shot of a street and a house, the house. Well, that's that's sure. when Max von Sydow is under the street lamp. Is it? I think it's like it? it's like wind blowing and leaves, and it's like a daytime shot. That's what I'm remembering. I wonder if the again the the, the panel of judges can tell us yeah. how many times does the exercise? How many times does a person fart per day? <laughs> um, I want to know that. Yeah, I'll bookmark. Yeah, yeah. Does the exorcist theme appear? Well, in it plays in the beginning, right? 
No, I don't like, think so. Like when the the name comes up. I don't I don't think so. The tubular bells is only featured in one short scene. And then has a reprise during the credits. Okay. Um, so it happens, and I'm pretty sure that it's, tell you what, uh, I bet I can find it on YouTube. Uh, Exorcist uh, Tubular Bells Scene. I want to say that it's a shot of, like, people on the street. People on the street. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Yeah, it's like a walk home scene. All right, I'm going to share my screen. Is it when she finds the coin? Here it is. All right, we're going to show this okay. uh, real quick. I was singing this theme all night when I came <laughs> home. <laughs> you see it? I think I'll walk home tonight, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Get dropped by my house, yeah. Okay. There it is. There it is. And I I find it interesting because you do think of it as something that's like probably all over the movie and it's like, oh, you, it's got to play when she's in the bed and all that stuff, but I don't think it does. It's just this. And then the end credits. Yeah. How effective, though. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. So effective. This is it. I mean, it sends, you know, with just the music and the visuals of her walking, sets the whole tension of this movie. Absolutely. You know, and there's yep. no big effects, no, no, no big. Now, what is the music then? Yeah. Now, see, is Isn't that, that interesting? Is the scene where he comes up to the house? Is there a short snippet of? Um, let me see. Um, Father Marin arrives. I've got a clip of that as well. Oh, which by the yeah, I was oh, just, go ahead. I was just gonna say for everybody listening and watching, uh, on our Discord, I have some pictures of the actual exorcist house and a couple of other shots and I've put their like place where they actually are I'll put oh, those cool. pictures in the uh, in the discord so join up join yep. up there's a link at the bottom hmm okay here we go Nary a tubular bell. Let's wait. Let's... But when you, but that's I know. the thing. You think yeah. of it as it's definitely got to be playing during this. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Pause. Look up. Oh. Yeah, dude. Okay. That rule. Yeah, there's a, there's a real hint of music when he's walking. It's a drone. It's, it's, just it's a light drone. Yeah, it's a light drone underneath of it. Yep. That's it. No tubular bells. Weird, isn't it? It's, I know. You just don't think of it like that. Um, 
The, but that's the, again, that's just how effective it no, is. No, Mandela effect. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, I think that's uh, pretty much everything I need to say. Yep. Yep. Um, I had a great time with this conversation, and I hope people will join in with their thoughts on this. I, I could be way in the minority, and I usually am, <laughs> so that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I want to know what people think. Oh, absolutely. Give us uh, your, uh, even outside of the whole exorcist uh, line, some of your favorite uh, demonic possession, you know, other exorcism movies. Like I said, um, Deliver Us From Evil is one of my favorite that's outside of The Exorcist. Sure. Uh, Pope's Exorcist, a lot of fun. Pope's Exorcist, a lot of fun, you know. There's tons of stuff that's out there, so sure. give us your choice. Uh, like I said, I will put in this evening, I will put in our Discord the uh, pictures of the actual house in Belnor. Uh, I've got a shot of where the rectory used to be and where Alexian Brothers Hospital. And I actually have the tombstone of... Uh, Father Baldrin, who mm-hmm. was basically por- portrayed by the character of Max von Sydow. There we go. So, you got his tombstone. Cool. I, I got a picture of the tombstone. <laughs> oh, you didn't steal it? No, no. <laughs> hey, damn kids. No. Okay. Uh, well, join the Discord. Uh, send us if you have if you haven't already. Send us your scary stories. Right, right. Anything that's happened to you, we want to know about. We mm-hmm. want to read it. and We want to talk. We've about gotten it. a couple, so we want to get plenty more. We're ready so, to believe you. Paranormal, ghost stories, paranormal, you've been abducted by aliens, let us know. Any of let those kind know. of, you know, we, we had our alien abduction uh, last week and, and yep. possession this week, so. Absolutely. Sweet. All right. We All right, will guys, see you guys next week. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Right, bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.